Welcome everybody to this episode of The Message with Angel. I hope you guys are doing great. It's been a while, I know. In terms of explaining why I did not release an episode last month, to be quite honest, I was preparing for a rap battle and as much as I hate to admit it, it took so much of my time um, mentally, physically as to what goes behind the preparation that I could not get a quality podcast prepared in time for you guys. Some of you guys may or may not know, but I used to rap battle a lot as a teenager while growing up. I loved the idea of being able to be like the underdog. You know, I related a lot to the movie Eight Mile. I loved the idea of being able to compete against other people that could rhyme. You know, it could be done anywhere. Um, I wasn't much of an athlete growing up, regardless of how much of in shape I am today. But rhyming was something that I was pretty good at. And high school, I was just winning rap battles left and right. Long story short, a lot has changed since then. Four years ago, actually, besides the one that you know I'm about to explain right now, was my last rap battle. And I told myself that I'd walk away from it for good. But an opportunity came up a couple of weeks back for me to actually return to battle rap. And it made sense. It would actually be against another Christian in an all-Christian rap battle league. Now, this has never been done before, and I was intrigued. Like, I actually loved the idea. No animosity between opponents. Instead, it was nothing but real love and respect between MCs. And I get that's done in, you know, like secular rap battle leagues, but this is different. It's like we both know we're saved. We're both brothers of Christ, and we're just here to spar. And I, I did like the idea of that. I didn't really see any reason why I shouldn't come back after four years of not battling. But I was a little bit afraid I'd come off rusty. My opponent uh, at my last rap battle that took place, was, which was in Connecticut, uh, he went by Jay Fence. Incredible guy as a lyricist and as a man of God. He was coming from Las Vegas to actually battle me in Connecticut. So, you know, it's on neutral grounds. And I think I could say for us both that it was a, like a completely new experience for us both. And uh, luckily, we put on a show for everyone in attendance that night, which I'm super happy about. It was a classic back-and-forth battle. The kingdom of God won at the end of the day, and uh, that's what's most important. The battle should be out in a few weeks. I did actually speak to uh, Voice the Poet, who is one of the founders of the Rap Battle League. So stay tuned to my social media for when it drops. I'm super excited for what you guys think of the performance, the battle, you know, and um, just super excited to hear what you guys think. So anyways, that's what I've been up to recently. So without further ado, let's get to this topic. Now, believe it or not, when I was younger and, you know, definitely distant from God, I actually did believe in the existence of aliens. To be honest, I think the more years go by, the more people believe in aliens and less in the existence of God. I remember being like 12 years old and searching up alien sightings on YouTube and even watching shows on the Sci-Fi Channel, on the Roswell Incident, Kecksburg, Secret Ancient History. I mean, you name it. It was, it was insane. I was so into learning about the existence of extraterrestrials, it was scary. It was borderline obsessive. I mean, I'd read books on different types of aliens, what star systems they supposedly came from, Andromeda, etc. Articulate. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit embarrassing. I was a bit of a nerd for the science fiction back then. <laughs> 
I'm just grateful that God has shown me what the truth is in regards to all this. I'd be incredibly lost if it wasn't for him. And that's why I'm here. I do think there is something out there, don't get me wrong. It's just not what you may think it is. Throughout the course of history, every civilization pretty much believed in polytheism. The Mayans worshiped multiple gods, around 165 to be exact. The ancient Egyptians believed in the sun god Ra, Horus, Anubis, among others. And there are so many more ancient civilizations out there, like such as the Sumerians, for example, that worshiped multiple gods. What's interesting about many of them is that they documented in the form of hieroglyphics as to what they interpreted as the gods resembling. And coincidentally, when you look at the ancient paintings of these supposed gods, you'll see strange things on them. Things that look like alien aircraft and even extraterrestrials. I've seen videos of scientists visiting Stonehenge, the Giza pyramids in Cairo, Egypt, and they all say the same thing. There is no way that these gigantic structures were made by human beings alone. For example, in Giza, the stones roughly weighed three tons. Three tons. The, the, the way the stones were even cut shows proof that there was technology used back then that would have matched up to what we have today. That's crazy. Technology so advanced that it would not have been invented until thousands of years later. They were convinced that they got some help. Help that couldn't have been from this earth. You, now, you would think at this point, right? I should just change the title of this podcast to Proof of Aliens, right? Uh, wrong. After all, do I think they made these hieroglyphics up? No. I do think much of what is depicted in these hieroglyphics is what they thought they looked like. But you'll find that as pretty much everything else, the Bible points us to the truth. Now, if we look at what the scripture says, in Revelation 16, 13, it says, And I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs leap from the mouths of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. What sticks out the most is that these spirits looked like frogs. Now, when you get the chance after this, or if you'd like to pause this podcast, that's cool. I won't be offended, I promise. <laughs> but go on Google Images, because who searches on Yahoo Search in 2018, right? So anyways, search up gray aliens and tell me that their heads do not resemble the frogs, especially with their large, bulging eyes on opposite sides of the head. Another thing I want you to take note is what feeling is invoked when thinking about aliens? Isn't it fear? When people are reading stories about alien abductions and seeing UFOs and stuff like that, does it bring you peace or a little bit of fear? I mean, how many times have you read stories like this? I'm sure you definitely have at some point, and you're like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have read it. It's kind of too late in the night right now. Maybe I should turn on the lights when I'm reading the story. You know, I'm not judging you. But what I want you to take from this is that remember that fear does not come from God. I remember reading a story a long time ago. I wish I could source it, but it was about an individual who had experienced what he thought was an alien abduction in their room. Now, want to hear the strange part? As soon as that person said the word Jesus, it stopped and they woke up. Now, first off, that sounds a lot like my encounter with sleep paralysis in, back in episode 14. What I found was is that it seems like this phenomenon is not extraterrestrial, but extra-dimensional. Now, okay, Angel, you're using all these big words, and you're dancing around the answer. So what are you trying to say here? All right, what I'm trying to say here is that 
What people are experiencing is real. What the ancient Egyptians thousands of years ago thought were gods from the stars, that's real. But they got it all wrong. They weren't gods. They weren't aliens either. So what were they? Folks, they were fallen angels. So the next question that comes up now is, wait, what? Why are they doing this? Why would demons be the cause of alien sightings throughout history? Well, let's look back in time a bit. And by a bit, I mean thousands of years ago. As a matter of fact, to Genesis in the Bible. Let's look back at why Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. The enemy appeared to Eve as a serpent and deceived her into thinking she could be like God if she ate off the forbidden fruit. Adam and Eve sinned because they allowed themselves to be deceived by the enemy. The devil is a liar, <laughs> literally. Since before time existed, Lucifer wanted to be exactly like God. He wanted to be worshipped and tried to overthrow God. He failed miserably, honestly, and Jesus said even in the New Testament that Lucifer and his fallen angels were kicked out of heaven so fast that it resembled a strike of lightning. Ever since then, he's been trying to do the next best thing, and that's to sabotage his great creation, us. We may come from God, but rest assured, we are not God. That whole calling each other God's thing that's going on, uh, you know, in, in the just in, in general today, you know, I, I see it all the time, people calling each other gods and all this other crap. Uh, I, that's for another podcast, believe, believe me. I definitely got to address that. But um, pretty much what I'm trying to say is one of the best ways the enemy will try and sabotage us is through deception. What if we questioned God's existence? What if we believed we're here not because God formed us, but because aliens may have created us? What if we are aliens and our DNA comes from another planet? What if we're not alone? Do any of these questions draw us closer to God? Not at all. In fact, they draw us further from him. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. If we were to question God's existence and credit our existence to aliens or things like that, then how can we worship God? Now, I'm not saying that it's wrong to question God. I mean, God, listen, we're humans at the end of the day, and God understands, you know, the times we get angry and we go, God, where are you at? This, this, and that. But, you know, the, the trials are meant to draw us closer to God, to, to have us, you know, be reminded that we need him, right? That we can't go through life alone. And through deception that the enemy is using, it's doing the opposite. It's making us think that God doesn't exist and we can do this on our own and maybe we're so advanced that we could possibly be gods. And all this is terrible. I mean, how could we believe that Jesus died for our sins and rose from the dead if we have this mentality? God created the universe, as infinite as it is, to show us his grand power. I honestly believe that we're the only life in this universe and I know some people may disagree. We've been around for thousands of years, though, and we have yet to find any proof of life out there. And the extraterrestrial life people claim to have contacted is really demonic. For example, Aleister Crowley, who was a Satanist, had claimed to have been so close with the demonic realm that he could see what they looked like. Google Aleister Crowley alien whenever you get the chance, and you'll actually see that he drew a picture of the demon that he claims to have contacted. The interesting part about that is, 
It looks exactly like an alien from a science fiction movie. Now this is evidence that these aliens don't come from other planets, but are rather fallen angels taking the form of aliens to deceive us. I even have, you know, because I, I know people, some people are going to go, listen, that's not proof or whatever. All right, well, I'll, I'll throw something at you. I'll throw you a curveball. I, you know, I'm one of three brothers, and one of my younger brothers, when he was much younger, you know, he was a toddler, he was terrified one night, I remember, because he said that he saw something silver running around him, circling him and my mother as, his, as my mother was, uh, you know, holding him. My mother couldn't see anything, but she noticed how my brother's eyes were following something circling him. Years later, after seeing contacts with aliens and stuff like that, I can imagine that Whatever, you know, people have been claiming to have seen is got to resemble somewhat to my, my brother had seen decades ago, you know. Believe me, you know, I've tried asking my brother, hey, do you remember exactly, exactly what it looked like? Do you remember the incident? But it's just been so long ago that he forgot, uh, you know. My brothers are going to kill me for saying this, but I tend to have the better memory <laughs> in terms of like what's happened in my past and stuff like that. I think my memory goes back to like age two. All right. Anyways, people who claim to have been abducted have said that these supposed aliens have communicated with them, claiming to be from another galaxy. They claim they're here to help us evolve and advance as a species. Yet, they do these horrible experiments on people, and all these people report is the fact that they experience a great amount of fear, a fear that can't even be described into words. Remember what I said, fear doesn't come from God. It comes from the enemy. Besides, why the heck would some advanced civilization come light years away to probe another human? Just stupid if you ask me. You even have people who claim aliens speak through them and tell them messages. This is something spiritual that's going on. That sounds like someone who is playing around with the occult. In conclusion, folks, I honestly believe that fallen angels have taken the form of aliens for thousands of years in order to deceive us. All these science fiction movies with aliens in them, while some of them may be entertaining and harmless, others have definitely been made to have us more open to the idea of aliens being out there. But why? Because one day, Jesus is going to come back. And when he comes back, he's taking his church with him. And how will this wicked world explain the disappearance of millions of people overnight? I cannot think of anything else besides saying that there was a massive alien abduction. Probably the next day, the governments of the world will try and come out and disclose the existence of quote-unquote aliens. And then use that as fear to unite the whole world as one to combat this alien threat. I think that's probably the easiest way you would unite the whole world, right? Fear against an alien threat. You know, forget going to war with Russia, forget North Korea, we got an alien out there, an alien civilization out there that's trying to destroy the whole earth, let's team up kind of thing. You know, it's, fear is, is one of the best methods in controlling people. And now this all would lead into the rise of the Antichrist. And if you read the book of Revelations, and you know how this ends, spoiler alert, God wins. But I'm pretty sure you knew that already. <laughs> so I know in the world we live in, it's increasingly harder for people to convert to Christianity. This world is filled with so much temptation, so much perversion, so much evil. The enemy is so good at deceiving this world. 
at times in the thinking that, you know, for most people that God doesn't exist, nor does the devil. But you know better. You know the enemy is trying so hard to keep people away from God, from getting to know him, and especially from being saved. So let's take a stand and teach others the truth about Jesus Christ, that he is God, and he came to die for our sins because he loved us so much even before we were born. Born not from aliens, but formed by the very hands of God. If you believe in the gospel, remember, the enemy will not give up on you in trying to steer you off course. The good news, though, God won't give up on you either. And his power is greater than any power. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, although you may not be at a church right now, you can still be saved anywhere, be rest assured. Jesus has changed my life in ways I still have trouble explaining. And I want the same for your life. So I'd like to pray with you for your salvation. And if you're a Christian, to stay firm in your beliefs and for discernment from God for when the enemy tries to throw you off your game. So let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for the opportunity to speak to you directly, thanks to your son, Jesus Christ. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to help wash away all of my sins and transgressions that have led me to be distant from you. I want to be better. Wash away my soul, make it clean again, and give me a new start. I believe, Lord, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins, including mine. I also believe that he rose on the third day. I thank you for loving me and all my brothers and sisters here on earth, that you paid the ultimate sacrifice for us. Lord, I know with this declaration of faith that the enemy will work even harder to deceive me, to keep me from getting to know you and feeling your presence in my everyday life. I ask you, Lord, to help strengthen me through these trials so that my foundation may be strong, so that I may always continue seeking you, Lord. I thank you for all that you've done and all that you will do, because you're always working. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. I encourage you to remain faithful and strong. God is real and he is amazing. The enemy may try to deceive you, but through God, we are more than conquerors. None of this alien BS is gonna cause us to question the power of our glorious God. I've been wanting to do this episode for so long and I'm finally able to share my thoughts on this topic with you and it just makes me really happy. <laughs> you know, it's truly always a privilege to be able to speak with you and I honestly want to thank you from the bottom of my heart if you made it to the end of this podcast. I just ask you that if you enjoyed this episode, do not forget to subscribe if you haven't already done so. I'm currently releasing new episodes on every 7th of the month. I'd love for you if you would leave me a review on iTunes. Let me know what you think of my series, the episodes in general, whatever your thoughts are. I definitely value your opinion, and I'd love to know what you think. So until next time, folks, this was The Message with Angel. God bless.